Hammond, if you're there, I heard it tell me I was unmuted, but I haven't heard a peep apart from that. This is Sage. You know what? You know what happens when you sit here and talk for like about about two minutes and realize that when I added you on, I I was on mute the entire time. Oh, you so I did a things. really good intro. I did a very good oh, intro. Is this a Mercury oh, in retrograde? Yeah, no. <laughs> Everyone did, but me and my cat. <laughs> now I was talking about. She's playing tricks on us. We love her. Um, what I was talking about is, you know, I'm glad that that people. I said good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever. Um, we all know whatever time it is, it's the witching hour, because we make the time. We make our time to do the magic and to uh, to 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 give to the craft and to be witchy, yeah. magicy, druidy, however you you identify yourself, people. Um, and I talked about how I'm, I'm sitting here. And, and the part that everyone missed is, I said, <laughs> um, I was talking about how the pandemic, you know, it's a horrible time, the pandemic, and it's hitting a lot of, you know, pagan festivals is a way for a lot of pagans um, and people, like-minded people to meet and uh, vendors out there trying to, to get their money through the summer to make it last. That's the majority of their money in a lot of cases. Um also for the people putting on the festivals and of course musicians but one of the i don't want to say good things because the pandemic is a horrible horrible thing but one of the things that um, has been hopefully oh that's one of the other things i said too is i hope that we can have sewage for a while because i know you have some storms coming in i heard that did you hear that <laughs> that was a serious I, serious Thundercloud. I There's not a lot between me and that thunder, but, but she's holding together. <laughs> well, if you need to bail, we, we surely understand it. We, we want to keep Suge. You are a treasure. We want to keep you safe. Well, I'm going to uh, do my best and I'm to sure. bail this. You know, we all want to go to Oz. We just don't want to take the Express. No, 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 no. Um, well, what I was, the point I was trying to get at is one of the, the quote, you know, one of the kind of silver linings that's happened with the pandemic is it's been easier for us to catch our artists, you know, to, you know, if you're not, if you're like me, I'm agoraphobic. I don't get to, to go out and do festivals, but I get to enjoy you through things like the online concert thing. And you're also yeah. being able to incorporate you're you're also enabled to being enabled to incorporate like festivals with this too, like Hex and Fest. We'll be talking to Sharon Knight later, but you've got like a, I saw your list of what you're doing in September, and I'm like, dang, Sue. <laughs> so I wanted to give you a chance to go ahead and and tell everybody how they can catch catch you through September. Oh, thank you, Pam, and I'm thrilled to be spending some time with you on what is a stormy afternoon here at my place. So thank you for having me back on and for always being so kind to the musicians in your world because our, our little witchy world is pretty tiny, but it, it counts for a lot, even so when folks are, folks are consistently kind to the musicians out here. And I, I speak only for myself, but I'm pretty sure that Sharon certainly feels the same way. And everybody else who's got 
a stream show coming up on online concert thing and the team behind online concert thing as well would pass their gratitude on if they were on the call today too. So every, all, all the only link that anybody needs to worry with in the case of online shows that I have coming up, is they're all hosted at the same place. And that is online concert thing.com. And they have a Twitter presence. They have an Instagram, they have a Facebook page, but the website is where you can get your ticket in advance, and most of us have just a, a very, very low minimum price for our shows. You can pay more than that if you want. I think I'll leave mine at, at 5 bucks, and then that's, that's the minimum, and if you want to go higher than that, you can. We offer tip rewards that are exclusive to that show. I've been uh, offering little things that I, that I paint while I'm at home during the pandemic, and uh, other goodies like digital digital song bundles and releases of stuff that you couldn't get in any other time songs that I haven't put out into the world officially yet, things like that. And the, the, the kind of sketchy thing about my streaming situation is that my only available internet service, what passes for internet service out where I am, which is, which is a bit off the beaten path y'all uh, is, is not reliable <laughs> in any way, shape or form. So until Elon stops putting chips in pigs and gets me my broadband, bless his heart, I'm stuck <laughs> with HughesNet, and I'm not going to talk any more smack about them. I'm just going to let you all know in advance that I have to pre-record my shows, so I cannot be fully 100% live streaming for you the way that I would much prefer to be, but that allows me to make them a little bit more fancy than I otherwise could and let me visit with everybody in the chat. I forgot to mention, there is a chat window. It's strictly optional, but you can type and talk with everybody else who's watching the show. And if it's a pre-recorded show, you can talk with the performer too, because we all go out of our way to make sure that we're in there with you and giving you tidbits and, and things to go check out and answering questions as they come up. And I love, love, love having the technological ability to be in two places at once in that way. So not only does online concert thing graciously host all my shows and they have done online since the pandemic began for us back in early March, they, they allow me to become a time Lord vicariously by letting me be <laughs> in places at the same time. Well, I think that's, you know, when I was, I was thinking about what you were saying with the, the setup here, I love watching the musicians live but I, I sit there and I watch how how it's kind of a struggle, not struggle like bad, but, you know, it's kind of like a musician torn and wanting to connect with an audience, but the audience is in chat, but you have to do your music. So I think that that's great that you're able to do your music ahead of time, yeah, record it, and then you can chat with everybody. I love it so much. There, there is a learning curve to this whole performing online thing. And it's a different learning curve depending on whether you are in front of the camera while the show is running or in front of the keyboard while the show is running. And I'm talking about computer keyboard, not necessarily piano keyboard. Although that could be another, a whole other level that I haven't tried yet. Uh, Sister Renee Jansky <laughs> and Ginger Doss could, could could tell you more about being behind the piano keyboard at the, at whenever you're streaming. I, I, everyone has been so kind in the audience, and everyone has been so kind behind um, behind the tech side of things with onlinecontrolling.com. 
and so my the pressure that I gave to myself for this month, no one put this pressure on me, I chose this, was, okay, I have four shows for the month of September, wise, very quick to adapt, witchy event organizers across the continent deciding to take events online. Yeah. So every single one of those four shows that I have in September, uh, the first one's coming up this, this week on the 5th, is connected to an event that was going to be an in-person event and cannot safely be one right now. So they moved online. Online concerting has gotten a lot of fast experience with hosting entire festivals on their on their platform. Wow. So they, they stepped up and and helped these witchy events and helped me and helped other performers of all sorts have a place to bring the, the connection that we wanted to have with our people that we cannot have face-to-face right now. So first one I have is September 5th, and that was going to be Harvest Homecoming in Missouri at Oak Spirit Sanctuary. And they have, they're, they're not hosting their whole event on the platform because they wanted their, their people to have freedom to upload their own uh, personal rituals to Facebook Live and to the Facebook group that they have set up. And that's wonderful. I let them know that because of online concerting, I had the ability to set up my own show, let them know what the link was and share it with their, with their group and their people. And then I would give, after my show is over, I will be sending them a donation to help them keep the land up while they can't do any of the fundraising face-to-face with face-to-face events. And then we've got Virtual Hexenfest coming up the 11th through the 13th, which is not this weekend, but the next one coming. And Sharon Knight and a whole bunch of us are involved with that, as you know. Uh, My bandmate Mm -hmm. from Tricky Pixie, Betsy Tinney and Alexander James Adams, will be giving their show on online concert thing on the evening of uh, of the 11th. And then I have the afternoons of the 12th and the 13th, and I picked a different theme for both of those. So I have I have mm-hmm. all of my all of my oceany songs in mind for the show on the twelfth, and I have all of my trickster songs and all of my my fae songs that weren't covered by the ocean songs yet on the thirteenth. And then I think that's great festival event. One more witchy connected event for me on online concert thing, which is which is hosting its whole schmear on the platform is Hamilton, Ontario Pagan Pride Day. And they're having their concert with Sharon and Heather Dale and me on the night of September the 19th. And I know that's a lot to remember, which is why I said, don't worry about trying to keep all this in your brain. Just go to onlineconcertthing.com and all the info is there. Sweet. I like the, the fact that you're doing a lot of the oceany stuff with Sharon because I, I like a lot of her oceany tunes as well. Maybe, uh, uh, Sharon will be able when when she, Sharon can join us in a little bit. Um, Sharon can can talk a little bit more about some of her oceany songs. Um, I, I, I you know I song the album so so much that it's still my favorite after all these years. It's the one that she gave to me when we met years and years ago out in Oregon and traded CDs back and forth when we saw each other face to face. Uh, really connected for the first time. We had we had seen each other. We had shared a stage at Heartland Pagan Festival a year or a year or so prior to that, but we hadn't had a minute to actually smile at each other. And since since we did get that minute, she's been my my mermaid pirate queen sister, and <laughs> there was no going back. I'm sitting in my in my little cabin studio right now, 
and I have, I'm sitting right next to my altar and I have one of her mermaid art candles lit sitting right next to me. It's a beeswax candle with mermaid art uh, decoupaged onto it that Sharon, that Sharon created herself. And it's so, so pretty. I think I've seen that on Sharon's page, some of those, those, uh, those mermaid candles. And, I can't and they are the there. Is off the top of my head. So pester her for the link for her online store of not just her music, but her other goodies that she makes. When I she, shall. I shall. Be well, sure to pester her for that. Um, I think it's great how many of the musicians are also, uh, you know, artists in other other respects. Um, I talk. <laughs> I push buttons. <laughs> but you you know, with the the your artwork that you do and and the stuff that Sharon does um I think that's awesome that's different ways to to kind of bring you guys home other than with your music kind of oh, take a piece well, of Sharon friend, my friends go ahead like to say that we ble- we bleed art and so we bleed art in more ways than the music some of us and I I love it when we we do that and we say here's a pretty thing I made and people are like oh wow I love that too I, I don't just love you for your voice or whatever. I, I like this other thing that you do. It's it's so it's so affirming. I, I wish everybody knew what that felt like. I I have to tell you, I I think you're you're talking about Bricado, right? When you said Phil. Yes, I am, Mr. Phil Bricado. Yeah, I, I on Patreon. Everybody should go support him. I um I I got connected with him on Facebook through you, but mostly because he's like a a gamer. I am such a gamer geek, and I know you are too. <laughs> or you're at least involved in that community. Your D and D song is Absolutely. great, and you know, pirate ninja pirates and such. Um, so yeah, check out Phil too, and some of the games that he he's working on. Um, I have not. I don't know if Power Chords is out, but I've really just yes. the 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 concept of Power Chords has has taken my imagination. Um, it's basically I kind of see it as maybe being like almost famous the role-playing game (laughs) you're playing a you play musicians rock stars whatever who me power chords (laughs) no with with power chords well no you do that in real life (laughs) (laughs) I am a musician and also I play one on 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 tv jokes about bards in D&D, right? Well, there, there's some things that are not so terribly far from the truth, and I'll leave it at that. My favorite gaming <laughs> thing that that Phil, or uh, Stater, as he sometimes is called, has created, a favorite gaming thing that he's created, and he's he's responsible for large parts of, of World of Darkness games like Mage and Werewolf and Changeling. He, he was part of the team and is sometimes the soul of the team that, that brought those games to life originally in the 90s when I first began to play things low these many decades ago now uh, is, <laughs> is actually his, his Deliria game which he hmm. was repping the year that we met, the very moment that we met and that was the first, the first time that I had a chance to travel out to Oregon and just see, see what the Northwest was like and boy did I ever lose, lose my, my heart and my soul to the Pacific Northwest from that moment on but we were we were we became friends over that game and because of that game when our our mutual friend Kristen who lives in Texas 
heard me sing and fell over to listen to me. And basically <laughs> ordered him to invite me to their, their live action Deliria at Dragon Con to be part of it. And that was, that was the first time that we made a connection. And here recently, he hired me to narrate one of the short stories that he's, that he and uh, Damiana, his partner, are producing into an audiobook of the book that he's just just getting to print, which is called um, Valhalla with a Taste of Leaf, I believe. Short stories of, of, a, of a magical, witchy, mythical, fantastical bent. He hired me to narrate one of the short stories for the audiobook that they're putting together for that, and they're trying to not make it an Audible exclusive because everybody doesn't jive with Amazon these days and rightly so and I yeah. don't know where that where that project stands right now but my party's done and I had a I had a blast narrating that story for him and imagine if you will, I will. Um, Go a, ahead. A, a Red Riding Hood prequel sort of is how I think of it but with what with grandma as a total badass who can talk to plants cool and also talk I, to the world. I, you you so are you're, story. It's wild. I love the the fact that when I talk to you, I always get like about four or five other guests <laughs> to line up. So I'm already making mental notes. Reach out to Phil. Reach out to Phil about this book. Yeah, and that's one of the things I. Love that. That's one of the things I love about the the you know the the pagan like the festival world, the musician world. I have. I mean, I know that there's like little tussles here and there where people might get a little bit miffed, but for the most part, um, everybody that I've run into in the pagan music world has their family. And I think that's the same thing when you go to cons is you get that family. And I think a lot of people oh are missing that so with having to be isolated. Yeah, it, I think a lot of people, you know, being isolated, and I love the idea that the... Um, the Harvest Moon Festival is doing a lot of stuff online for people to share in on their Facebook rituals and stuff. Oh, I think so that's an, an amazing yes, way. I, would, I should have said I should have yeah. said when we were talking about it initially. Everybody, if you want to get more info about that event going on this weekend, they're they're sort of corralling all the info on their Facebook group. If you do a, a search on Facebook for Virtual Harvest Homecoming it should come right up and you should be able to find the schedule and everything else that's going on. Mama Gina also has a concert and I love her dearly. Oh, Mama Gina, I have not Oh, she's, when I told her that I was starting this new endeavor with the witching hour spellcast, she's like, reach out to me when you're ready. So I, th- there you go. There's another one. Okay. Yeah. Phil, Mama Gina. Um, and, and I'm so excited about all the things that you're doing this, this September, um, and that, that we're finding ways to, you know, when you're, when you're a pagan, Wiccan, which, however you identify, we have a history of having to, to have to adapt in order to, to, to practice and, and make those connections with people. So I, I like the way that a lot of uh, pagans have found ways to still connect with each other. That's why I, I wanted yeah. to do the podcast is because I, you know, I, I am a, I didn't used to be agoraphobic. I've, you know, flew from Frankfurt, Germany to Texas by myself when I was 18. Woo, total badass. Now, you know, 
I'll get over it eventually. I know I will. Um, well, you're taking care of but, yourself and you're adapting just as hard as everybody else, and that's a big deal. Yeah, and that's honestly that's where I've had the it where I've had the the upper hand in that because I've been doing this because of my agoraphobia. That's how I've reached out to make connections to people is through the podcasting and through Facebook. And I guess what you know, if there's anything for me, the rah rah cheerlead people, it's it can be done. You can make very good connections and close connections with people um, virtually. So, yes, it's very nice to be able to hug somebody because, man, Ginger Doss's hugs rock. <laughs> so true. So I could hug that woman but for it's, an hour and not miss a moment of my life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I remember when she came to, to, to visit, she stayed with me for a couple of days, and it was like I would hug, and I was like, okay, well, let's just walk over here to this part of the I got to pick this up off the table. Okay, now walk with me over here while we're hugging the entire time. And and I missed that. Only, we'll get that reminder, again. I'm going to give you another reminder while we're talking about, about the wonder that is Ginger Doss, and everybody go to gingerdoss.com if you don't know her work. She's going to blow your mind. She's been working on yeah an album called Sacred Flow, one song at a time, releasing uh, each song to pay for the recording of the next one, which is pretty practical and brilliant, I think. Uh, Kundalini Rising, those of us on her Patreon have heard. I don't know if she's released that one officially yet. Uh, Mandala, we took on tour with the, the Muses on the Road road trip three years ago. I love singing that on stage with her and Linda and Renee. It's, she's she's more brilliant by the month, by the year, and I've known her for a very long time. So, if if you like if you like your rock and roll with with some spooky ooky boo, and and some Buddhism on top, like the cherry that it is, I, I recommend Ginger Doss all the way. And just velvety smooth voice, and jazz trained piano, and a brilliant brilliant producer arranger's mind, who is also yeah. also very magical. Um, I, I tell the story of when I got my copy of, uh, of the green album and her songs is the very song is the very first with Gaia lives. Um, as soon as I heard it, as soon as it started, I'm like, this is going to be a good album. I'm going to strap in. I'm going to be, (laughs) yeah, well, your song's great too. Yeah, that, that is. You and I talked at length about my green album song the last time that we were, that we were on your show together. And that was that was before the world locked down and, and everything went sideways. But not not too long before, but shortly before. I know chills, because, right? Because we'd already brought up because we'd already brought up the the need to adapt and and appreciating our event organizers and other witchy folks being willing to do that. I I am pretty well set up to survive a year like 2020, and I'm not hoping I'm not jinxing that as I say it out loud, but. I live on uh, on a lot of land with my in-laws in northwest central mm-hmm. Arkansas just before the Washita Mountains begin, basically in the shadow of Petty Jean Mountain, and that's our, our very first state park here in the state, and it's gorgeous. And I can probably count on my two hands the number of times that I have left the property since the pandemic started. I haven't had to. My husband has done grocery runs. We are here with his parents 
just a few yards away from our house. His aunt and uncle are up the hill just a little ways. And we all check on each other. We all um, social distance when when one of us has been exposed or has had to go out and do something particularly public. <laughs> we're, we're all voting right. blue, you know, so everybody's on the same page yeah. pretty much. And, and yet I have seen, even I, even as well set up as I am here, even with having both my husband and my little son, who's going to be two years old in October, here to hug on me every day, I have had some dark, dark moments in this dark, mm. upsetting year. So I just want to, I just want to say that in, in, as a way to let anyone listening right now know if you are not okay, it's not because you have failed. It is because, no. <laughs> because this is a wild, hard, dark time. And of course it is not all dark, but if you're feeling it, go ahead and feel it till it's done. And that's, that's a line from a song that I recently put out and I wasn't going to try to advertise while I was given sweet affirmations and advice. No, 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 you can. Sometimes I, I can't help it. <laughs> even, so yeah, um, even being as well set up here as I am, I have had some really, really rough mood days. And I worry, I honestly truly worry about all of our people in the witchy world, in fandom, in whatever niche you call home, wherever your your heart's home is, in the things that you love and the magic that you do. I have worried about our people who have planned their calendar by the live events that they are used to going to. Penzik for the NCA, PSG, Fairy World, you name it. We got none of that this year. And it's not our fault, but thank goodness we have what little magical tamed lightning to our will internet options to connect in spite of it all. We, we, we are magical as all hell because we're still finding a way to do it in spite of the world being upside down and on fire and just like nothing any of us has dealt with in living memory ever before. I'm very, very proud of us. As much as I worry, I'm, I'm very, very proud. There are little ways, if not big ways, for all of us to lose heart, to, to, to not lose heart, sorry, for all of us to not lose heart and find little bright spots, little little scented candles of, of hope, or <laughs> as fluffy as that sounds, mm-hmm. to get us through moment by moment by moment, because we are going to come out of this, and the hugs are going to be righteous when we do so please yeah. hang in there y'all because i want to hug the hell out of you when it's safe to do that <laughs> yes right, I, I couldn't have said it better no no i couldn't have said it better that's great um the i'm gonna go ahead i'm glad you reminded me about when you when i interviewed you i actually did that on my 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 political podcast the liberal red day because we were talking about the doomsday clock and how it is actually i don't know how much closer it can be, you know, uh, <laughs> you're right. It's the doomsday clock. When you, when you released, uh, the green album, it was three minutes to midnight. That's the name of the song. Three minutes yeah. to midnight. I can't remember where we are now. I think we're under two minutes. We're getting and it and was, it, it was 100 seconds in January when we last talked. And I don't, I really don't want to go find out right now where it is since then 
No, they, they do it every. We're going to be a hundred until 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 next year when they decide where we are. So let's hope and let's put all our energy and intent on on us being. You know, if they had done it now, they probably would have had us like more doom, doom, doom. But because we're yeah. going to be better, because we took precautions and we did things with online concerts and we did things with online festivals and we did things, you know, to make our connections. This is the the, the main thing is hopefully uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you feel the community that that we're talking about, that you you feel included that you are yeah. part of this family, online or in person, we're still family. We're still connected. So try to connect yeah. every, any way you can. Still here. We're still here. We're still, still here. We're going to be here, even if we don't have a country, you know, a little bit later on. I'm not going to go into that. I just, But I wanted to say, even if the worst does come to pass, the community will still be here somehow in some form because we are just that stubborn. We are just that magical. Yeah. What are you going to do with all this magic when you're stubborn? You're just going to keep on keeping <laughs> on. Exactly. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and let you do that uh, because I am a political person. We don't have to get too much into uh, politics of, you know, red, blue, orange, whatever. Yeah. But if you're the, the main thing that we all know, whether you are red, blue, orange, or polka dotted, we all know that. Our, our voting rights are uh, very integral to who we are as, as Americans. If you're listening in America, and I'm sure in other countries, but I know that we're we're in America, so uh, the bulk of our audience is here. But I don't want to to play down the importance of voting for other nations. However, here in in America, we know that our voting rights are under uh, are are being pushed and and torn especially with the with the pandemic you know how are you supposed to make that vote um and i i want to let people know that there's a lot of people out there working hard that you may not know of i'm I'm on a voter protection team here in north carolina and we're working hard to make sure that people's votes are are counted and voting rights are are upheld so if you can thank you for bringing that up if you can if you if if you have the ability to to volunteer, did you know that if you wanted to volunteer for like what I said with the voter protection team in North Carolina, you don't even have to be in North Carolina. You can volunteer at a phone bank, and there's a lot of virtual phone banking. Uh, so if you are inclined to get involved politically, there are ways that you can do it. If you are not inclined to get involved uh, politically, but you want to help out with your your uh, community and do outreach. There's more and more ways that people are adapting to have. Uh, I, you know, I I kept trying to have is a Discord. Uh, you know, I've got a Discord ID. I, I go on Discord, and I, there's a, a Cards of Humanity type game online that if you get your friends together on Discord or Zoom, you can play. You can play whatever game you want to. We we started off playing Trivial Pursuit, my friends and I. We would have a Zoom meeting on Thursdays. <laughs> that kind of went away. Oh wow! I, I, I wish... So there's there's ways for people to connect. Um, I want you I want you to to talk about Wild Times because I want to play it. Oh, heck the yeah. song Wild. 
problem. <laughs> so, so, so tell me about it. You said that. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Danica. Was it? I'm sorry. There's a there's a, a lag for anyone that's not familiar with Blog Talk Radio, and it sucks. But I appreciate your patience uh, with dealing with it. But go ahead, Wild Times. It's all you. So Wild Times is the name of the song that I released as a single at music.sjtucker.com, which is my Bandcamp page. I released it in uh, June of this year. That was my most recent single release for y'all. It is my response to uh, acts of magical works and magical activism that I saw happening in response to the protests on, on the side of which I, I am firmly after the death, the murder of George Floyd and all of the mm. protests, which are still going on regardless of how the news media feels about it, and rightly so. Uh, Laura tempest Zachcroft, who is, who is a friend and a brilliant human being and a brilliant witch, created um, a seven-day sigil spell for magical activism that she posted about on her Patheos blog. And it was it was uh, connected to the moon cycle and designed to uh, make make things a little smoother for people on the front lines and, and trying to get the message through that, look, this is wrong. Something has got to change. We are putting our bodies on the line for this. And, and you know, bodies from every walk of life on the line to to raise awareness and to make some kind of change to the reality of police brutality against black and brown bodies and and white body supremacy. And this is this is all stuff that that we that I personally was raised to think in public school here in Arkansas was was over and done with. And we are learning now. <laughs> the, white, the white folks among us who were clueless, and I include myself in that, that that it was never over with, that it's it's been it's been ongoing. What white body supremacy is is reality, and it is wrong. It is straight up wrong. There's magic that we can do together to add to this, in addition to the protests. And I'm not saying one is a replacement for the other, not by a long shot. It's just weaving things together, doing what we can, and that that particular. Uh, seven day working inspired inspired me to write this song, and the protests inspired me to write the song. And along with uh, chalk on the sidewalk, I have that as a little social justice songs bundle, and I will be offering that during my concert, my online shows coming up this month. And what I get to do when people select those songs is send donations to the bail funds in places where my heart lives. And in this case, that's that's included uh, Seattle and Arkansas at least. And I think I'm gonna I think we're gonna try to include Portland this time around because of all of the all of the mm. scary things that have been happening in Portland over the past several weeks. That's really scary. But there's um, it's just it's, it's wild to me that it's it's ongoing. You know this, and and people have not stopped protesting. And I'm I'm so proud of those of us who have the energy to go and be on the front lines. In the face of, in the face of these horrors, in the face of the pandemic, in the face of all of it, trying to make a difference and just tireless. And and I'm not saying that 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 y'all don't run out of gas because I know that you do. And my commitment as a musician is is to keep on speaking truth to power, and that's that's in the lyrics as well. 
and it's it's in there for a reason. And I I, I just I keep I keep hoping that we're going to do something that will make the ghost of Woody Guthrie really really proud. Him in the photo with the guitar that has this machine kills fascists painted on it, and that is burned into my retinas. I I see that almost every time I step in front of a microphone lately, whether it's to give an online show or to or to record a vocal line here in my little my little studio space. You and gave me some serious kills when you ben, ben when you oh. coming back up again. Go ahead. I'm, I'm oh, and I wanted to ask you about that I'm too. No, no. So Bandcamp Friday is coming up again, and what that means is um, this Friday, September the fourth, from midnight to midnight Pacific time. Bandcamp is going to give all of the musicians like me who sell our stuff as downloads and as physical merch on that platform 100% of the sales, which means that we can then turn around and give more money to the causes that mean something to us. So if you're fired up and you need a soundtrack, Friday is a great day to go uh, MP3 shopping and CD shopping and vinyl shopping and whatever you need at bandcamp.com. And my link for that is music.sjtucker.com and a whole bunch of other dear friends of mine, dear musical colleagues, and a whole bunch of your faves also sell our music on there. And I, I know that times are the times are tight, so I have most everything I can afford to do this with set to name your own price at that link. You can have it for free if you need it for free. I want you to have it. But if you do spend money uh-huh. on that day, I will get every every cent of it. And they've been doing that once a month for us since the pandemic started. And that is that is one of the reasons that I stay with Bandcamp and I love them so. I like that you mentioned that about Bandcamp because I know this last time I went and I I got all the S.J. Tucker uh, albums that I didn't you have. You did. And thank um, you. Made my day. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, and and it made me, you know. I don't know how much, and I'm, we don't need to go into the the weeds on this, but but Bandcamp needs to make money too, so Bandcamp yeah. you know charges you for for having, but but I think it's awesome that they do that once well, a month really thing. Okay, look, they take they um, take a small cut, and they only ever take that small cut. It's it's super duper straightforward, and I have you know I have another company from my my big digital distribution to stuff like Spotify, but. I tend to release things on Bandcamp first because it's a little bit of a longer process to get things into the wider digital distribution and it costs me more money up front. So if you want to know mm-hmm. precisely what is the newest thing that I have coming, music.sjtucker.com or, you know, even earlier than that, you can come and find me on Patreon, but you absolutely do not have to do either of those things. I'm going to slide into playing Wild Times, which, by the way, thank you. You you gave to you sent to me right away uh, because I think uh, Laura uh, Tampas Zakroff was on uh, Jason Mankey's show here on uh, on the Witching Hour spellcast, and right. Jason that. was able, yeah, Jason was able to 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 premiere that song here. So uh, I really appreciate, I really appreciate when you let us do things like that. So uh, it, it gives us kind of bragging rights saying, Hey, look, <laughs> it, and it makes me really happy to be able to share with everyone. So we're going to go ahead and go into wild times. I see that uh, Sharon has called in. So while we play wild times, enjoy, and we will meet real quick in private uh, to talk to, to Sharon before we bring Sharon on to talk about Hexenfest.
Here's Wild Yay.
Wild Times, S.J. Tucker. Thank you so much for sharing your music with us, S.J. Tucker. And now you you're going to share a night. I, I thank you both for, for being being here and sharing your time with me to get the word out about the, the projects that you are doing. You know, Sharon, you and Winter had your first online concert thing, and for some reason I thought it would be in the evening. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, thinking it would be on in the evening, so I got... <laughs> I well, got, we made I, it, I, I got it was. early in the day so that some European folks could join in, and they did. Well, I'm sorry. So, Suge was whispering about how good it was, and then I used to think we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did it in the, well, for our time, it was noon because we wanted some folks in Europe to be able to attend and have it not be too late for them, and they showed up, so it was the right choice. Yeah, but see, I thought it would be in the evening, so I got, you know, I said, okay, today's the day, and I sat down, and I thought, oh, it already happened. I, that's a question that I, I need to ask, that I've been wanting to ask, because I haven't looked into it myself. I've been lazy. The things that are online concerts, can you catch them later? Is there a way, like with this podcast, we're live now, um, and people can listen to it whenever. Is there a way to do that with the online concert thing? Yes, yeah, go to video online concert store. Yeah, go ahead. Almost all of us, uh, almost all of us have our have our shows um, archived, so that we can then pass them over to the OCT team to go into the video store. There, it's very very simple and smooth. Yep. <laughs> I will have to do that. So here, everybody, you heard it here. Um, and, and you can, you can, I, cause I was looking forward to, I, I love winter's guitar. I love, I love oh, yeah. listening He's to awesome. play guitar. <laughs> I approve. I totally understand that sentiment. <laughs> so, so tell us about Hexenfest. We usually do this every, every fall. Yeah. The, you know, it's festival. getting me. It's getting to be that time of year, and of course we can't gather in person this year, so um, we're doing it online at least with the uh, with the performers. Almost all of the performers said yes, they could do it. So thank you, Suge and everybody else. <laughs> Yay! So yes, Suge is going to play uh, two days, Sunday and Saturday. Winter and I are going to play Saturday. Wendy is going to headline Saturday night. Um, Betsy and Alec are going to headline Friday night. We're going to have a kickoff. We have a surprise. Yeah. It's going to be good. And at first I wasn't going to do it because it would be a lot of work to organize, but I just really wanted the Hexenfest community to have some kind of feeling of connection We've been doing a cocktail hour as part of our Patreon, you know, for our patron subscribers. And it's just been really good for everybody to have a way to remember that we're all still connected. So we've decided to do it for Hexafest as well. And it's going to be September 11th through September 13th. And if folks want to know how to find out about that, they can go to the Hexenfest Facebook page, and then in the events tab, there's Hexenfest online, and we're keeping the details in there. 
So that's the news about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. Have you have you had much of have you heard much from people yet? Interested other than me? I'm really interested in this. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like people are interested. You know, Ben from online concert thing has said tickets are definitely selling. So that's nice. Excellent. Our first online concert was much more successful than I had anticipated or even hoped. So I'm a convert now. Thank you, S.J. Tucker, for telling me about that. (laughs) You were so brave, and I'm so pleased. Yeah, I thought it was going to be weird not having the audience feedback. (laughs) But we could feel everybody. You can actually feel them. Magic is real, folks. That psychic energy still exists. That it's sort of like it was when I was when I was a much younger person with no friends growing up in a small town, and I'm in my oh. like I know my people are out there, and you I, were right. I have been out in the world and I have met my people, but now I, you know, I have a little bit of experience with having to sit alone in a room with a screen and say I know my yep. people are out there. Except now I have proof that they're out there because they're in the chat with me. So there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I'm I'm really excited and happy that that you're able to do this. We were talking in private. Uh, I had a you know that SJ uh, that you had the storms there. I was telling Sharon that we heard the booms at the very beginning. So as long as you're safe, I'm <laughs> there glad might be some more around. before we part ways. Ooh, <laughs> I love storms. I love storms. Storm storm magic and storm energy. I, I, especially growing up in North Texas, like right there, you've been in that area, right by Oklahoma, by Lawton. You go to to Mary's oh, yeah. store, uh, yeah, and do. St- I'm so glad that you've got a you've got a little family there now. Whenever you want to be in in the Lawton area, because there's some really good pagans. You never know. Lawton Fort Hill yeah. is at the middle of Oklahoma, not far from Tiger King <laughs> territory. <laughs> and there's some really amazing pagans there. Um, Salt Lake City, but, same thing. It blew my mind. There's an incredible pagan scene in that town. There it is. I wouldn't think, but there is. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and bless, bless um, the, the Lawton Witches. We were, that was one of the first events I was going to get to be on the road for this year. Was I, had, I had Utah and and Oklahoma back to back in the beginning of April and nope, never mind. Oh man. Well, you know, maybe we should reach out to we should reach out to those, those those communities and say, hey, now you can do it online and with all these other people. But what we're talking about, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and bring the scary vibes in. I'm sorry, Sharon. I know that you're really nervous about this stuff, but we were talking about the lightning where where Suge is, but you're saying lightning not so good where you're at. I hope you're Well it's you're still beautiful. But yeah. Oh, it's still beautiful and awesome, but it's far more dangerous right now in in, in California. So I hope you're staying safe from the fires. Yeah, we're we're safe. We're like in this little postage stamp of okayness. Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me bring up Laura Tempest one more time because she's been doing these ritual workouts on her YouTube channel, Ritual, 
workout, which is the cutest <laughs> damn name. She's been posting one every day. They're about 10 to 12 minutes apiece. It's just a fun little body practice for, for all mobility levels. And uh, about a week ago, she invited us all to be part of a group working to, to help the fires be contained. And she did not ask for rain because we know that if you get too much rain, you get mudslides and also potentially yep. lightning, which we do not want. But she, she, she invited us to, to focus on the fog and the mist instead because they are Yay. as inexorable as anything else. But gentler they they have their own gentle way and so i just she 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 mentioned the giants of the fog just walking in from the coast so i've had that image burned into my brain ever since of, of fog giants walking shoulder that is to happening. shoulder in from the shore and oh i love it so much <laughs> so if yeah, anybody else that resonates with that throw down put your magic in on it let's let's contain yeah. these fires I'm writing a song about you mist guys, right now, in fact. Yes, oh. I want to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear it, too. I miss, I, that, you know, I was a military brat, so I moved all over the place. And I, I do miss being in areas. There's a lot of fog here in North Carolina, but not like in England or in Germany. I miss that. Yeah. And, and, there, and there has been a lot of fog, so that seems to be working. So Sharon, we it's should all go right now. If we want to hear that song, it's ready, right? Right? We should That's do that. That's true. Well, it's in its very beginning <laughs> stages, but yes, I am posting a very rough sketch today. Yay! <laughs> Everybody who's listening, Patreon is saving all of your musician friends right now. Let me just tell so you that. True. That in our online show, for real. Thank you, thank yep. you, all patrons of everyone. Yep. You know, and I've I've been seeing more and more people sharing about their Patreons, and 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 um, again, bad thing. You know, we're not gonna. There's not. It's a pandemic. People are dying. This is horrible. You know, people are losing jobs. Uh, why am I going down this deep thing? Because I don't want anyone to think I'm like, oh yes, we're having such a great time in in the pandemic. You know, that's what we try to do is is take that energy that and make it bring it positive um that's to me that's the magic i mean whenever you look at the um there's always a negative to the positive and it's trying to to balance that you know when things get too far one go ahead these times can be used as an opportunity for transformation too like everything is is kind of in this reset mode so what do we want to reset it to do we want to just be carried along you know like a leaf on the wind or do we want to take advantage of this opportunity to redefine our lives and what we want our lives to look like going into this new reality so there's I think we had beautifully put Sharon it's beautifully put and that's honestly, that's the feeling I'm getting from this. I know that it's a very scary time. I know that there's a lot of negativity right now, but I'm, you know, I'm, I know that there's also forces, great forces working against us having, having the feeling that we have the power to make these changes and we have the power to bring, bring good back, but, but we do. 
And I think that's one of the things I love about music and what you guys are doing with the online concert um, thing and, and having these festivals still. Um, and, and when we talk about the protests too, um, I think the majority of us know are out there doing peaceful protests and we do not, we don't condone, you know, rioting and, and, and uh, destruction and murder, obviously not, but we, but we have to keep our heads straight and know that we're doing, you know, that we have a right to peaceful protest and that we're doing, we're, we're doing these changes and changes. Yeah, who would have thought we would have to fight so hard to have a peaceful protest? And yet, here no. we are. Yep. No. Also, while we're talking about that, I would love to just interject that I cannot fathom why it's so hard for people to grasp that what black people are actually asking for is to please not be shot in the back by police for no reason. Thank you. That's basically the crux of what's going on. And for people to turn it into this whole, like, why Black Lives Matter is so difficult for people to grasp, I I just don't get it. But, you know, folks, if there's any of you who... There's a whole lot of fear and a whole lot of not willingness to be be understanding and compassionate and to just listen. No one's asking to be treated special. They're just asking to not be murdered. (laughs) Yeah, and that's it. That's, yeah, that is the message. <laughs> End of story. I told you. I mean, you heard it here, folks. If you didn't understand, Sharon, I just laid it out for you. Now you have no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. I told, I told the story on my Facebook after after the George Floyd thing that one time I went to the store. I didn't have. I only had like a, a twenty left of all my money, and I went and bought my groceries. And the lady looked at my twenty and just like looked at me like I was this horrible, horrible person. She says, "I think this is fake." And there was a bank in the grocery store, and she took it there, and they're like, "Yes, it's fake." And she's like, "I am supposed to call the cops on you." I'm freaking out because I just need to buy oh food. And, and 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 but oh. see the the. The store manager came over, and he's he's known. I always go to that store. He knows who. Uh, we don't know each other by by you know. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? But he knows I'm a, a not. He he trusted me enough to know that this was not an intentional thing, and he actually gave me um, like a, a store gift card to pay for my groceries. And but the lady what was like, angel. you know, you you should be arrested and. And I'm thinking, but I didn't do anything. I didn't make this money. <laughs> but right you know, honestly, they were supposed to call the police on me from my understanding, but they didn't. And that is what white privilege is. Because from what I understand, yeah, yep. that's what they Precisely. told George Floyd for. You know, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't have Nobody to worry about, to am I going to die? A counterfeit $20 right. Bill. And that he's dead not and you're not. dying for Right. Yeah. Um, and just so many, you know, Philando Castile up there in, in Minnesota, too, watching what happened when, when he's, like, legally carrying a weapon, saying, I have a weapon. It's right here. <laughs> and and he's shot in front of his, his girlfriend and child. Um, you know, we can say all these names, and, and the list grows longer and longer. Uh, the Dixie Chicks, the Chicks, they're not the Dixie Chicks anymore, thank goodness, because they understand yeah, that, that that's insensitive. They put out a really good song called March that I just I just got 
uh, I just saw Gorgeous. the other day, and it, Chill. it is. And it's about like, it. I'm not even listening to it. And it, ma- <laughs> and it makes you want to go, yes! I'm going to go out there and I'm going to march! <laughs> it's like really yes. a big call. To, but they're running the names of, of uh, people of color, black people who have, um, and I, I use black, you know, I use the term black because the majority of what this is happening to are black people. And we cannot take that experience uh, and lessen it, dilute it. This is no. happening mostly yeah. to black people. And the black the people list I know of, actually prefer that mm-hmm. at this point. Right. And right. And that's that's what I've recently because I always tried to say try to be more inclusive people of color and they said, No, this is this is a black people thing. This is, I mean, that, that's not saying other people of color don't. And, you know, with me being disabled, it's remarkable how many disabled people are are uh, are open or prone to, to, to violence from the, the police as well. You wouldn't think oh that. Oh, my gosh. They're that's so true. Disabled people of color, too. Oh, my goodness. It, it, and, you know, we can sit here and talk about, you know, our feelings. Oh, I was going to talk about the, the video the list of names on that video started going so fast. I mean, the song's like two yeah. minutes or so. And there are too many names for it to be like, you know, Sandra Bland, Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Well, I don't even think Breonna was on that because I don't know. No, George, Breonna and, and George happened around the same time. But what I'm saying is that yeah. list is how long has it gotten since then? You know, oh, thank my God. goodness Jacob yeah. Blade. Blake didn't pass, but but the the damage to his life and, the, and his children's lives and Kenosha, um, Kenosha, you know, you think Kenosha, you think Happy Days, you think you know that seventies. Not anymore. You know, it's bad there. It is bad there. Um, well, and it's, the thing is, it's it's bad everywhere, and people are waking up to that now. Like. You can't. Yeah. There, there have been people that have lived their entire lives thinking, "Well, at least I don't live in the South." I'm sorry. No, <laughs> racism is yeah. worldwide. It is everywhere. Not just one geographical zone. Although, you know, some places, certainly where I am from, I am including in this, have a very fraught history of racism and white body supremacy. It is not confined to the places that you've heard about. It is not confined to places with sundown towns. It is all over the place. Thank goodness we are waking up to that. I am sorry and sad and and determined to keep fighting because of the things that have occurred, the violence which has occurred to black lives and black bodies that have forced us to wake up to this. Because it didn't happen, but maybe it did. And bless them for... Yeah. I'm a person who, who loves to be able to use uh, to use science and 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 statistics and stuff to back my my stuff up because I'm this weird person that when you're taking those like a, uh, a Myers Briggs or a Minnesota Multifacet whenever you're going through that those types of personality tests and there's one of those things where you're supposed to use logic or feeling. I can be sitting here zipping along those tests and whenever I came to one of those come to one of those questions I stop because. I'm one of those people that, that that has the same intensity 
it depends on the situation. Am I going to go more on my heart with this one or am I going to go more? And I try to marry the two. And the reason I'm bringing this up is we're in a time of pandemic and a lot of people are complaining about people who are protesting when there's supposed to be a a time of pandemic. Um, Well, if you talk to, to, you know, epidemiologists, you talk to health officials, public health officials, they will tell you that racism is a far greater threat to the health of black people than the pandemic. There are more people who will die from that. And then it's, it's a a far greater health issue to, you know, to protect uh, people. The disparity in, in, in opportunities and in healthcare in living situations, um, the maternal, we, we have the, on the political part, and we're turning into political podcasts, which is okay with me because people need to, to know that that's, in my opinion, and people can, you guys can back me up or not, but a lot of what is paganism today sprouted from, and you said Woody Guthrie, sprouted from the protest movement and the hippie movement and the, the peace movements of like the, you know, going into the 60s and stuff. So we have our roots. We come by it, in my opinion, honestly. And I think Let also just being... Please, please. I'm sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. Let us make the good ass. That is my own. You're here. Yep. Awesome. Without, you know, awesome. without, the, without the cultural appropriation that was that was attached to that part of our pagan past as well. We're, we're waking up to that too. None too yes. soon. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, well, you know, here I am, you know, Pammy moved everywhere. I lived in South Dakota for most of my 20s and I learned a lot about the culture appropriation of the indigenous first, first people and how I don't know. We can, we can do a whole other show on that. We can do so much better, okay. too, by just listening to what these people are saying to us. Like, how yeah. can we yeah. re- say that we revere a culture enough that we want to integrate it into our spiritual practices without actually listening to the, the boundaries and the, the hurts and desires of, of the very people that these traditions come from? So there's Thank a disconnect you. that we need to get over. Big time. Yeah, so. I remember, you know, I remember some some of my pagany friends in in Texas talking about, oh, we're gonna do a sweat lodge, and I'm like, I I asked them, I said, are, well, are you are you are you Native American? And and I was asking honestly, I was not asking judgy, and they're like, no, and I'm like, did you ask them? <laughs> did you did you are you are you being adopted into doing this or are you just deciding it's a neat thing to do? And I'm not trying to be judgy, but those are the questions you need to ask. Those are the questions you need to understand. Living in South Dakota, we have Bear Butte, which is a um, a, a mountain that has uh, significance to the, the first people there. And a lot of hippie-dippie people love to go there and, you know, share that energy, and they're not invited. That's that's kind mm-hmm. of what you're saying, right? You need to make sure mm-hmm. that this is. You need to make. Yeah. You, you can't just come on and say, "Boom! This is a really neat place. I love the energy. I'm just gonna suck it." 
Uh, <laughs> anyhow, we we we've talked about a lot of things. That we started. We we talked about the the online concerts, uh, uh, musicians, um, gaming. We've been talked about gaming. Um, <laughs> Patreon, Patreon. I need to start getting everybody's Patreon. Everyone needs to start getting everyone's Patreon. Um, how amazing it. online content is, um, and how Damn we're it, we, keeping. Um, I want to go back to, to the Patreon um, subject for just, sure. just briefly because it it reminded me that you you started the you started the show by asking what some of the joys have been in this in this wild wild dark year that we're having and i i just i just want to highlight the the sheer wall of generosity that has been coming at me and mine since things started to get weird it is people people like to assume and i'm i'm including my husband in this that it's all going to be mad max time at some point and we're all going to be <laughs> living in this wasteland and, and everybody's <laughs> going to be at everybody else's throats. And that is not what I see. I see people taking care of each other. And I see everybody being so generous with whatever they have got in this wild yep. year of 2020. And, and that is that my, my Patreon has already exceeded every, every way that I imagined it was going to go. I have, I have staunchly loyal people and I always have had loyal people in my fan base but like you really learn who's got your back when the chips are down like it's like like nothing anybody that I know personally has ever lived through and I'm going to remember the generosity that's what I'm going to remember you know I'm going to remember the things that made me sad and made me upset I'm going to remember to to uplift to do a better job uplifting black voices and black content creators from now on but I'm also going to remember how generous I see people being with with me and my colleagues, and just just across the board. And I'm not just talking about music fans. I'm talking about my my friends in the Pacific Northwest who have been going out and live streaming all the all the. My, these are filmmaker friends of mine that have been, that have been spending as much time in every protest that they possibly could to document and live stream everything, every bit about it. Oh, that's the revolution awesome! Revolution is being televised. And it is because of indie filmmakers. And that's one thing. That's one big, big joy that I was not expecting to have this year while with, with every other awful thing going on. That's, that's the one yeah, I would um, that. amazing thing that we're all connected with, you know, the World Wide Web. And as much as people are trying to use this tool against us and to divide us, in which they've had some success, I think it is coming to a point where it's also connecting us in a way that they didn't, you know, they'd like to be the puppet masters and, yeah. and, and divide us with it, but we're, we're like, screw you, <laughs> you know, we can use TikTok and buy millions of tickets to your <laughs> rally. Man, that was a trip, wasn't it? And then he just came out and was like, well, I'm going to ban this app. And people were like, really? Whiny baby? Yeah. <laughs> People are oh my god! I just now made that connection. I had not made that connection until just now. (laughs) Of course, that's why. I'm I'm at SK Tucker Music on TikTok. Y'all come see me. It's fun. It's really really fun. (laughs) I like TikTok. I am I am part of the TikTok resistance, and I'm not sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm not to take folks away from the kids that made that happen. 
because that was Gen Z that now, made that happen. Yeah. Now, why TikTok as opposed to, say, Instagram stories? That's a good question. Because And I do not have the answer. Fair enough. Because somebody told him that it was TikTok, I guess. Yeah. Oh no, I meant, yeah. I meant for I meant for S J Tucker. Like why do you like TikTok oh, so much? Tucker? Oh, okay. Well, I just I got kind of excited about it. It was it was another bright spot in my 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 version of this weird year because I got the email from T D Baby, which is which is the other company that I mentioned earlier while we were talking before you came on, Sharon, that does my my mm-hmm. wider digital distribution. They emailed me and yeah. said, Hey, we're going to be delivering your music to TikTok so that people can use it in your videos and you'll get a little royalty from that. If you don't know about TikTok, oh, cool. here's how you can find out more and you can make your own account there if you want to. Like, it was very low pressure. They were like, Here's this new social media thing. We're going to be repping you. We're going to be distributing your music there and we're going to be tracking the usage of it so that you get royalties with what's there. And it's, it's taking a long time, but my, sh- my songs are starting to show up there now. And I was like, okay. I, I, because I am old, I am scared of a new, yet another new social media thing that I need to keep track of as an indie musician who already spends an inordinate amount of time feeding and watering my social media. But exactly. And it's so fun. It's so fun. I love TikTok. And it's just like little okay, 15 so- seconders, right? Yeah, you can do 15 seconds. You can do anything up to one minute. I think. And then Uh the people that have tons and tons of followers have the option to go live. And I don't have internet enough to go live here. So maybe by the time time I have enough followers to go live, I'll have better broadband out in the woods here. (laughs) Okay, so I just genuinely love it. They're not paying me to say any of this. I promise. (laughs) I made a TikTok, but I haven't. Yay! Go ahead. I'm sorry, Sharon. Oh, I just I made a TikTok. I made a TikTok, but I haven't done much with it yet. There's little little micro communities on TikTok too. There's there's witch talk. There's stripper talk. There's probably mermaid talk. Sharon, there's plenty of things there that you would enjoy. And I'm not suggesting stripper talk, but there's one uh, one little lesbian stripper who makes videos every day. She's She's neuroatypical and is very open about that and, and, and just is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And she, she makes my day better. So I click like on That's her videos. Awesome. She's very positive. That's awesome. She shares lots of positive stuff, <laughs> just as an example. And it's, you know, following, following awesome strangers who are doing brilliant things and just sharing things to, to, to make people aware and also to, to spark joy. And I'm about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And connect. I'm about connecting. I'm a, yep. And I love the fact that the the stripper, the lesbian stripper, is neuroatypical because there needs to be more representation of that. That's because I'm telling you. we're we're just like everybody else, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's one other there's one other <laughs> joyful thing that I've had from this year that I wanted that I wanted to share with the two of you. And with everybody else, is it? And Sharon, you'll you'll grok, you'll you'll um, feel this with me, I'm sure. This this year is the first time that I have spent, and in all of the seasons, staying in one place since I was in my teens. I have yeah. been <laughs> traveling so hard since 
since my music career began in my early 20s that I have not spent an entire year where I am planted, so to speak. And it feels good. So it's it's the first time I've been able to do this. It's the first time I've allowed myself, let alone been forced to uh, stay in one place and watch it every single day as as things change, as the summer comes in, as the summer goes out, as spring opens up, as spring changes in the summer. So I, I, I'm looking forward to that continuation as it keeps on going. And to be perfectly honest, it kind of felt like August lasted 50 years. So I'm like, is it Halloween yet? I'm not trying to rush it because I have all these awesome things planned for this month. I've got four shows coming up, y'all. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to skip over those, but but there is a goodness that I had that I had not anticipated to staying home, and to of course having having the privilege to stay home, being able to stay home, being able to do that little bit of work to keep everybody else safe in as in a, in a small a way as I can. I'm gonna make, I wasn't expecting yeah, to enjoy make, it as much, and I'm and I do you know my heart my heart is bruised because I haven't been able to see my people, of course. But at, at the same time, I've been able to take a walk every single day through through the trees oh. and see how they change. You you live in a fairyland. It's I've I've seen pictures. I you know it's amazing. I'm gonna go well, ahead and give you like I, TikTok for is is to share yeah. the pretty things of where I live and just say if you don't have a safe place, if you cannot safely get to nature right now, you can borrow mine. Aww. And I've had That's, people say thank you for that. That's what I, that's honestly kind of sort of what I, you know, the idea that I had was with calling, I've always loved the thought of a witch, of the witching hour. I love that thought of, of making this time where you can make your magic. And I know a lot of people are busy and a lot of stuff is going on. So I figured, okay, the witching hour is your chance to go ahead and put this podcast on and be witchy with other people for a while. You know, listen to, to Jason Mankey interview John Beckett. Uh, the Witches Next Door, they're amazing. Uh, and, and I've got other shows coming up too. I've got a, I've got a Halloween announcement. I don't know if I should do this. Um, so this is a plan, and this is a personal announcement, and I've only told very few people, but I'm telling everybody listening to the podcast that I'm planning on getting married on Halloween. Yay! Congratulations! Yay! That's, that's awesome. So I guess anyone listening to the podcast you. will know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's going to be fun. That Well, and see, you were heading into the pandemic, I wanted to share something that you said and share a little bit of what, what I feel the universe is, has been telling me is that, yes, this is going to be a very spooky time. This is going to be a very horrible time. This is going to be a very divisive time. But I got the same thing that you were saying, that eventually it's going to be us more coming together. You know, if it's going to be the, the, the Mad Max time, it's going to be uh, the road warrior and we're going to be the, the blonde mullet people. We're going to be the people who look out for each other and the kind people. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know what? I, Those I, of us I, who I, are looking I'm out feeling. for each other are having way more fun than people who are not looking that out for each other. That is true. Right there. It's a <laughs> lot less stressful to, to take care of each other than it is. Yeah. Yep. The whole and get your own mentality. That's, not a, that's not a diss on the protesters because I know people are taking care of each other in that in that act as well. I mean, all of the street, can we just... Four went out right now. 
here, here. Yeah, all yeah. of the people who are the their real friends going out to protest. Oh. I've been I've been able to go out a couple times uh, here. I don't you know I I don't like not being socially not doing the social distancing. So I put my mask on. I've recently been using yes. a power chair more often. So I'm sitting there in my little wheelchair, <laughs> my power chair with everybody. You know, and like I usually I try to bring water. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. like, well, you try to do what you can. And that's the thing is do what you can. And, you know, with us working together and being uh, more positive, even with the protests, the peaceful protests, um, I think that we'll, we'll make a, a much better world. And it can be frustrating, but I think we'll, we'll be there for each other. I wanted to, I, 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 before everyone has to disappear, um, Sharon, I've yeah, never I had a chance that. to talk to you about uh, about your your song on the Green album, um, Blood for Gold. Uh-huh. Okay. And I wanted to go ahead and play that for us out, but I wanted to hear, because I never got your story about mm-hmm. Blood for Gold on the... Okay, sure. You know, um, what I have to say about that is uh, that as pagans, my belief of what brought us all into this pagan world is that we understood at a core level that we are part of the earth. You know, it's at least a big part of paganism is earth-based spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. So we are made up of the exact same elements as everything else we we have evolved up out of the earth like the flowers and the deer and the trees and the ocean and we have these tides in us so how is it that it's okay to chop the earth up and sell it to the highest bidder without any thought to how that could be made sustainable so there's you know again with the disconnect Let's not mm-hmm. sell our very blood for gold. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically where that Chill. comes from, is that we are the earth. Going back to my experiences in the Pahasapa, the Black Hills, um, the open cut mine up there in, in lead by Deadwood, it, they shear the top of the mountain off to try to, to steal that gold from it. And this is a very holy place for the, the, the Lakota, Ogallala, the Sioux, and the, yeah. And you can you feel know, the pain. Note, mm-hmm. there, there's a, a comment that I have regarding cultural appropriation is if you love what you believe Native American culture is, then are you helping them? Are yes. you helping them to preserve their sacred places? I'm standing I, up. I I'm clapping. I am oh, <laughs> so behind that. Sharon. When you when you oh, live in a place like South Dakota, when you live in a place like South Dakota and you see the poverty of the reservations there, some of the most impoverished counties in our in our country are Native American reservations. So what are you doing? Ah. Sorry, yeah. I'm gonna get off yeah. the, the the mom. <laughs> I yeah. am not it was perfect. native, indigenous. I, I I just I so I'm not claiming to be, but I I don't know. I've got that mama bear. Um, okay, so I want to play <laughs> Sharon Knight's "Blood for Gold" from the Green Album. If you uh, can catch these, I don't know if you guys have any copies 
uh, still of, of the green I album in the physical? I do. Okay. I do, I do. I do, yeah, I do too. <laughs> you can come on probably either one of our websites. I have a web store that's shop-sharonknight.com. And I've got a bunch of my art up there, too, if you guys want to check that out. Just saying. Oh, good, good. I that make art these sure days. That we poked you to mention that. Yeah. Your, your mermaid calendar, candor, candles. I can say it. <laughs> what yeah, it's one of my... Go ahead. Go ahead. It's one of my shelter-in-place things that I've been doing is, well, I have more time to make art, so I'm you know, creating art that comes from the same place as the songs Winter and I make. And it's just another way to immerse ourselves in this magical world that we endeavor to share. My daughter, uh, my third daughter is an artist and she has this picture of her like straining to pass gas. And she says, I have to art. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I understand that. <laughs> okay, that would so be, that would be a, a thing that went viral. No, 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 go ahead. Deserves a T-shirt, I think. I think she did. I will. <laughs> you know what? I will send that. you the, that picture. <laughs> I will. She has some amazing stuff. She. I, I'll send you some of the pictures of her stuff. I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm mom and I'm proud. But she does come out with some pretty cool stuff. Um. Okay. So before I go into the last song, uh, Hex and Fest coming up not this weekend but next. Dude, you have your first yep. one this you know on the fifth. Um, find out everything that Suja was talking about is on onlineconcertthing.com, um, plus other shows, other artists. Um, you've got the Pagan Pride coming up in Ontario. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that you have sharing other than Hex and Fest, which I'm sure is taking all of your energy except the time that you've allotted for the show, which I appreciate. Anything oh, else? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I am going to start come October 31st for our new year. I will be um, doing a year-long shadow work intensive through the Iron and Pearl Pentacles and the Tarot. So it'll be the first time I've, you know, I'm really able to sit thanks to the pandemic. I'm sitting still enough to really plot out this class and it feels like we could all use a round of shadow work so that's something that I'll be doing after Hexenfest. Doesn't this feel like a year-long shadow work? Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, shadow work. We're going to have a year of it. Okay, so here we are. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being my guests again. Please hold on. Thank after you both. I love you both like crazy. <laughs> I love you too. I, love I you wanted both. to say goodbye to you. Thank, <laughs> thank you for listening. For, thank you for, for letting me this. get excited. Thank you for letting me get excited and, and trip over myself and dominate the conversation more often than not. You are kind to oh, me. We love you. <laughs> oh gosh, since you're my guest, you're you know I, I I it's so difficult to try to 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 step over not step over each other with with blog talk radio. The lag is is. Yeah, there's definitely a lag. So then it's like, oh, wait, we weren't done yet. Oh, wait. I thought there was a pause and I start talking and you're talking. Ah, So, yeah, we we found that groove. Um, So this is from the Green Album that you can still get. Also at uh, greenalbum.net, you can still get them. And uh, Suj and 
uh, Sharon have copies as well, which those can be signed. Digital copies cannot. Just saying. I, I have this thing this envisioning point. once we can start traveling again is if you can get your green album and you get it signed, you can try to, to get all the artists to sign up by going to different. Got to catch them all. Like yeah, got to catch them all. Pokemon <laughs> pagan musician. <laughs> okay, Sharon Knight Winter's contribution for the Green Album Blood for Gold. Thank you so much for joining me. And Sue. And Oh, 
there's an alligator in the house. A toothy grin appears beneath my chair. A scaly tail goes sliding out of sight. Now it's gone. Who was it ever there? Something odd has moved into the house. Reptilian tracks lead underneath the bed. And all the cats are tasty, fat, and scared. But I don't think we've lost any yet. So what's the big deal? Doesn't everyone have an alligator somewhere somehow? And maybe this one has always been here, but I Just caught her napping in the living room She was dozing on the velvet couch And the cats were sleeping there too There's an alligator in the house No one seems to mind except for me Well, at least she doesn't eat the cats I suspect Master of disguise, just a pillow waiting for my 
I feel like I should have a rose in my mouth tangoing around the house. Alligator. Oh, oh no, don't take over with the alligator in the house. <laughs> That's Tricky Pixie, uh, which of course is Suge and Alec, Alexander James Adams and Betsy Tinney. They will be out. Well, Tricky Pixie is going to be um, Betsy and Alec doing a show uh, for the Hexen Fest. But I'm hearing... You know how sneaky pixies are. You know how sneaky pixies are. And you know how much Alec and Betsy and Suge love to work together. I'm hearing rumors that I don't think you're going to be able to keep these people apart. I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it virtually, but I bet you, I bet you, you heard it here first, that you're probably going to see maybe some Alec doing some some stuff with Suge and Betsy and I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see how this is gonna work. Hex and Fest coming up next weekend. Suge doing the Harvest um excuse me, Harvest Homecoming this weekend. Online concert thing is the best way to follow the shows. Um and you know, check out again the the Bandcamp Friday. Uh any of your favorite artists on Bandcamp right now if you can wait till Friday, you know, save up your pennies and get your stuff on Friday, all the the money goes to them, which helps the musicians out specifically, you know, during, especially during this, this really rough time. Thank you, not only for supporting musicians, but for supporting the community because music makes us happy. Music makes us sad. Music makes us feel and music ties us together more than anything. So it's very important for us to have a way to connect and stay sane. So thank you for joining me with the Witching Hour Spellcasts. Uh, I believe that we have a Witches Next Door tomorrow here on the Spellcast. And then, of course, we have the wonderful Jason Mankey on Bay. And I've got some other shows uh, you know, that we're developing. So stick around for that. You might have a surprise. Woo! It's your birthday on Friday. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, but thanks for joining me. And please get the word out of a good way to spend your witchy time is with the Witching Hour Spellcast. Let me see. Who else do we have on uh, the docket for the... Well, we talked about Ginger Doss. She will not be at Hexenfest, but we did talk about the song Gaia Lives from the Green Album. So I'll go ahead and end the show with some Ginger Doss. Share some love with her as well. It is your gift to walk the earth. Every step you must remain.
Blazing 